0: Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Meena Kuri, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? Hello, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to our weekly soul talk live podcast. So this has been um, a very powerful week. With the summer solstice, the energy was so strong and intense and high. And um, you know when we ask when we ask to grow, it just doesn't show up. What shows up is the work that's needed for us to grow. Many times uh, we miss the signs. And here's why we miss the signs because even when we ha- are ascending into higher energy, the older programs of the psyche are still um, functioning. They're still working. You begin to, you, you catch yourself in certain areas doing the same old thing. So what's asked is that we pay attention. When we pay attention, when the awareness comes, clarity comes, is that we uh, step up. We level up and we do what needs to be done. And I had this you know, great uh, clearing and uh, realizations. It always happens in the nighttime. So three o'clock in the morning, I'm up fixing something on my website because I had to, certain awarenesses about the system in my practice. Uh, some things that I started to see a little you know room for manipulations in the personal in my personal life so there was a need when I saw that I I thought oh my god that's why so I had to clean that up you know up level and the lesson for me was to really become clear and create boundaries and it's something that I have had to deal with my whole life, being an empath and a heart-centered person. Um, you know, I can be gullible. I want to reach out and help everyone. And after many, many, many years of hard learning, realized that I have to first make sure that all the little holes, energetic holes that I create, thank you for so much for being here, whoever is watching, and uh, that I have to create clearer, stronger boundaries. But I can never really do that kind of work just in my mind until I see it. So when I started to see it, you know, that, that fire in your heart that comes up, it's like, oh, my God, it's clear seeing. So you cannot um, then do the work to up level. So this was a big week for me, and it really felt so good. You know, this whole concept of uh, taking care of yourself first, it's a process. It's a difficult one. Um, Because we don't know what that looks like. We think it, we we don't, because we think it looks like, you know, eating well, exercising and all of that. That is all true. But the inner taking care of yourself is really what holds true for you. What holds true for you? Can you honor that instead of worrying about, well, I'm going to upset this person and I'm going to upset that person. But what I have learned is that when i really am clear on taking care of myself that 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 feeling of that's called self love it's really honoring yourself when i pivot from that place actually i do not upset anyone it actually helps other people to grow they are they are grateful for the opportunity to go grow they are grateful that i was truthful and I was in my integrity when i had a conversation with them and so when we grow up when we gain emotional maturity we really allow others the same opportunity to do the same um, so it just, it really like a new way of feeling what it means to take care of myself first, being that as the foundation for what I can share with you. So you may rise up to your next level of evolution and growth. And I got to tell you, it just feels really good. And I wish um, that for all of you. So that that brings me to the topic that I want to talk about today, the topic of good old self-worth. So self-worth, it is something, so self-worth is, again, every experience we have is an energy. It's the oldest energy. And my teacher told me in this way, she said, everyone gets a little dollop of it. I think some people get a bigger dollop of it, a generous portion of it, this energy in their blueprint. And then uh, couple that with the bill of goods that we are sold when we are born, that we are inherently broken. So since you are inherently broken, go ahead and, you know, we, we spend our entire life chasing our tail, uh, trying to fix ourselves, right? And there's another story that really helps with that worthlessness. We need to understand where that's coming from. Another teacher, another mentor shared with me, she said, so think about it. When you are in your mother's womb, can you be any more protected and feel safe and loved and provided for? And you have zero worries. There's nothing for you to do than just to be. Everything is dark, but you are just light you are just, everything is taken care of for you. Then when during the childbirth, when you're kicked out of your mother's womb, that's the ego formation. The ego begins to form and the ego thinks the world revolves around me. So the ego thinks, oh my God, you had it really good. You screwed it up. You screwed it up. It is your fault that you got separated from your creator. So look at how many things we are. So everything points to this belief, this experience that we are not good enough. Even the most put together people from the outside internally are struggling with that worthlessness, myself included. And I don't think I have ever uh, met a person who does not struggle with that. So sometimes this uh, worthlessness is hidden. You know, it doesn't show up as, look, I'm not worthy enough, but it's hidden. And so I want to, you know, brief you on, like, go through some of the things, some of the ways our worthlessness shows up in our day-to-day life. And the first one, it's, it's very uh, close to us. It's very, um, you'll, you'll connect with it right away, is our inability to communicate our truth. What do I mean by that? So have you ever had the feeling when, um, like you want to ask for something, um, you want to, have a communication, have a conversation saying, you know, by the way, what you said, it, I did, what did you mean by that? Because I didn't understand it. Or just even in a classroom setting uh, that, oh, I didn't understand it. What did you mean by that? We'd like, no, I'm the only one. Everybody else understood it. I didn't understand it. If I ask or call that person, they're going to think that I'm bothering them. Um, so where it shows up, it shows up in our communication skills. And that happens day in, day out in our close family circles. We expect the people to read our mind. And when they can't read our mind, we think, you just don't care about me. Or I, I just, you know, I, I just had this feeling that you didn't really want to talk to me, so I didn't call you. But we we general, this is feeling within ourselves that we project onto other people. And, you know, it does not it can end up pretty bad when we um kind of project we blow up because beneath this sense of i don't want to talk i'm going to be bothering you is the feeling that i'm not substantial enough because anything from me is going to be a botheration for you it's because you don't, we don't think much of ourselves. But if we thought, no, I'm good enough. What I have, what I'm feeling is valid. I see myself and I need to communicate. We are pivoting from a place of self-honoring, self-love, then the truth is the other person is never going to be bothered. But so that's the distinction, right? So it shows up, it really uh, wreaks havoc on our relationships. So look at what causes the most damage to our relationships, whether they are intimate personal relationships, our work relationships with our colleagues, uh, casual relationships, what, you know, relationships are good and then they fall apart. The single most thing that makes those, I think, why the relationships fall apart is a lack of communication. We do not communicate. So I, you know, many times when I work with couples in their marriage in, in the marriage conflicts and I tell them there are three things that they need in order to improve their relationship. They think I'm going to, you know, tell them, you know, communication, sex or private time or whatever And I say, number one, communication, number two, communication, number three, communication. So it is that important. Uh, So it shows up when we are not feeling good enough because we feel whatever we ask, whatever we think, whatever we feel is not valued enough because we are not valued, because we are not sure about who we are. So it shows up in our relationships. Uh, So, you know, tune into, you know, so take a minute to think about how does it, when it shows up in our relationships, could that be the cause of it? And uh, second thing I I noticed that how it shows up is when there is an opportunity, when there's an opportunity uh, for growth, when there's an opportunity to heal. Um, you know, we, we ask and pray that, you know, I want to change my life. And then the universe dangles something in front of you and saying over here, go enroll or go do this. This is going to catalyze your healing. We miss the sign and we keep thinking that no synchronicity, nothing ever shows up for me because, you know, the myth is that when I ask for healing, I'm just going to wake up one day and go home and the world is going to be perfect. It's not like that. I would like it to be like that, (laughs) but I've gone through hell and back a million times uh, to heal my inner world Um, because that kind of healing, it sticks. You grow bit by bit by bit and the enjoyment of it and the aha moments I get like oh my god and that feels so good because there's a process you don't bypass the process you are willing to go through the process and then it has time to get integrated so um so, you know, has it shown up in your life where there's opportunities knocking at your door? It could be the career. Like, I don't like this job. And all of a sudden, this little hint of an opportunity comes up, but you don't see it. And if you do see it, you talk yourself out of it thinking, they're not going to hire me. They're not going to want me. You talk yourself out of thinking, I'm not ready for this healing work. And I want to I have newsflash for you. No one is ready for the healing work. But... Everyone is ready for the healing work. How do we measure readiness? We have no measuring stick to know to measure the readiness. It's our mind that continuously is doing the loopy conversation, internal self-conversation that tells you you're ready, that tells you you're not ready. The truth is you don't know. You don't know what you're ready because you keep talking yourself out of it or we keep talking ourselves out of it. So we don't see the opportunity and it's all coming from not feeling good enough. So good enough is a big topic. It's like, you know, I don't value what I think, feel, say, I don't have a voice. I don't matter. I am isolated. I'm abandoned from love. No one loves me. Everyone abandons me. Who am I to have a healthy, happy life? Who am I to have a really good relationship? It happens to the people over there. It's no one-handed. In my family, we just live like that. So this is this is our own inner self-talk. This is this is how we get a prison. We become a prisoner of our own mind, right? And this is a prison because you put yourself there. You have the power to unlock the lock and get out. free yourself so just tune in to notice how it shows up when you how your lack of self-worth shows up in the opportunities that are in front of you but we do not see and um so i i started talking about you know boundaries something that i struggled with and a lot of people struggle with that a lot of heart-centered people struggle with that but there's another piece to it um you know, this is how sometimes I explain it. Like if you have a diamond ring, right? We don't just take the ring off at night and just toss it somewhere. You have a box. And I know many people, they even insure the diamond ring in case of damage or loss so they can get their money back because they, they see the monetary value of it. And many times it's emotional value. It's a personal value. It's non-monetary value. So they really want to protect it. So look at the trouble we go through to protect this ring. Insurance, box, we're conscious of it. So how about yourself, ourself? Am I not valuable enough that I have some kind of boundaries around me? Right? So... Long time ago, you know, I did this uh, podcast where I talked about self-love. So self-love is itself is a boundary. So you know why that the boundary seems like a jarring concept to the mind because it feels like you're boxing yourself in, you are becoming isolated other people are going to get mad at you. Who are you going to talk to? Because it's a mental way of, this is our mental concept of boundaries. The visual is there's a wall. And that that's one of the reasons why I struggle with it, because that is, that is sound or feel good to me. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be isolated. I want to be open and expanding around the people around me. So but i think like the the when you begin to honor yourself self-honor it naturally places a boundary around you how does that show up so if i value what i think and feel i really value it i see it i understand it's valid i uh, i can easily communicate that if it is about another person i there's no apologies because it's coming from your truth saying this is how i feel and this is what i can or cannot do or whatever the situation might be and you know one of the things that i have learned no one can ever argue with your truth they may not like it they may not even agree with it but they cannot argue with what your truth is so when we are able to speak our truth without apologizing um we're pivoting from a place of love love it is just that there's no need to even explain there's no need to justify it is what it is that's how the truth sets us free so that that itself then becomes a boundary then you just you 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 let the other person know who you are where you stand and then they begin to adjust their behavior because now they know this is what you will do. You will not do who you are. And here, herein lies an inspiration for themselves to rise up to the truth of who they are. So that kind of boundaries, you know, it feels um, better to me than, than those, you know, draw a line in the sand that feels too rigid. So I think the boundaries is there's, there's room for adjustment. There's room for conversation. There's room for understanding. That's what this is about, right? When we recognize our self-worth, we are willing to have a conversation. Without the self-worth, we argue, we project, we blame, we create an emotional drama no one benefits from that, right? So we're able to have a conversation. You know, so many times in our daily life, I have witnessed that in our work situations or personal situation where the pain is there, but no one will come up and just simply state it or simply communicate it. But they keep making backhanded comments or they go behind your back or they say something hurtful or they either... Pull away with the draw, or they blow up on you. It, there's so much pain in dealing with each other in that way. So, um, you know, when we recognize that we are worthy enough, we can have those adult, emotionally matured, to simply conversation. And we're willing to be wrong. We're willing to be called out because, and here's why, because what we think our self-worth is, it's actually not that. We think we are worthy because of how I look. So we have a standard of beauty. That's just one example. And if I don't meet that standard, I'm not good enough. Then we have this, you know, my education, Uh, my achievements, my accomplishments. If I have all of these accomplishments, then I'm worthy. You know, so many successful people are unhappy. They know how to be successful. They don't know how to be happy. Self-worth is at the root of it. Then we have, um, you know, I have all this money. I have all these um, material things. Obviously, I know how to accomplish, sure, but there's that inner feeling of worthlessness because we keep on proving, we keep on proving, we keep on wanting to accumulate more money, more money, more money, more money, more things, more certificates, more achievements. Will finally someone see and tell me that I'm worthy enough? Because it's not related to that. It's not related to that. So. I like to get to the root of it. The reason why I like to get to the root of it because I there's, I find truth in it and that's empowering. So the truth is the fact that we are born into this magnificent human life, human experience is because we are worthy enough to have that human experience. I mean, look at the creation. There's so many animal kingdoms and plants and insects and whatnot, right? Look at the look at look at how magnificent our being is. We have a mind, we have a heart, we have a body, we we can taste, run, walk, drive cars create beautiful things around us and communicate and sing and dance and feel the experience. Can anything be more magnificent than how our being is created? So we're worthy enough. That's why we are having the opportunity to have that experience. So worth is God given. Yes, you also got a little dollop off, like I said, or a lot of big portion of not worthlessness. But I don't know, my mm, understanding or what makes sense to me is it's like a game of hide and seek. So you spent your lifetime first, you know, chasing your tail because you were told you're broken. And then you finally realize, no, all of you over there were lying It's not in how much I make or accomplish that I become more worthy. It's really inside of me. It's that pure soul, spirit, pure consciousness, God that is within you. It's connection with that that tells you, that gives you an experience of worthiness. So, you know, it, it gets taken away mentally thinking everything is my fault. I'm not good enough. Only to come full circle within ourselves to realize, wait a minute. I'm worthy enough because my creator is worthy. How can he create anything that's less than that? So we, we connect back with that. We come full circle with ourselves, right? And... So when we are worthy enough, when we have that, you know, the the real confidence, a real connection with ourselves, um, we're willing to be wrong. We're willing to take the chance to have a conversation and open our heart. Even if someone points out, you know, you were wrong there. You're willing to be wrong because Your worthiness is not attached to you always being right. Your worthiness is not attached to you always knowing everything. That's a trap. That's a trap we get into. Right? So we are able to have the conversations. We're able to build create relationships, community. We matter. We feel substantial enough. We feel our story is substantial enough; it's worth sharing enough. So we pivot from such a different place, and then when the synchronicities happen, when the universe brings something in your life and say, "Over here," we don't miss that opportunity. We take it. We don't we don't ask twice because. We realize that that's the path. That's the path for me to become more and more of who I am. We don't miss those opportunities. So um, that's how we continue to grow, continue to uh, evolve. And, you know, talk about boundaries. There's nothing we have to protect because the fear that someone is going to take away is no longer there. How can anybody take away? your connection with the truth of who you are no one can so there's nothing to fear there's nothing to fear there's no boundaries because it just it does take it does take continuous awareness and consciousness that you're not being taken advantage of but i i believe that what is inside is what gets played out in the outside the fear of, oh, someone is gonna take advantage of me is actually gonna attract someone to take advantage of you. So we turn that around thinking, no, I'm, I'm happy to share because I have so much of it. So if someone is not taking advantage, if you feel like someone is taking advantage, I begin to sense this, a little slight manipulation. I begin to sense that, you know, my energy dims down a little. And that's a clue to me saying that, you know, this transaction over here is not, is not, I need to look into, I don't want that transaction. So we're willing to speak up. So um, with that, uh, what are your thoughts? How does uh, self-worth or lack of shows up in your life? Put in the comment section below below and I would love to hear it. It's good to have conversations. And um, oh, you know, another reason why this was a good week. I totally forgot to share that with you in the beginning. We're having such a momentum on our Intelligence of Emotions webinars. I'm honestly blown away. And another thing that I'm really blown away by that there were three webinars that I planned. I just picked Tuesday because Tuesday is a day for me, but I can. So I said Tuesday. I had no idea the days that I was picking. I just said, oh, you know, this is how scheduled June 14th, 21st and 28th. And it turned out June 14th was full moon. June 21st was summer solstice. And June 28th is new moon. (laughs) So my interpretation of this beautiful alignment and synchronicity is that God is blessing the work. God is blessing my work. And he's telling me, keep going, keep going, keep sharing, keep talking. So I'm just so pleased and just, you know, know, this is what happens. How things show up in your life, you can never imagine. It seems like a little thing, but to me, it's such a big thing. I'm in awe of it that how in the world, I could have picked Wednesdays. How in the world we picked all three Tuesdays, and they happen to be these such astrologically, energetically, phenomenally big, energetic days. So, okay, so that was my excitement and. So what I, um, yeah, want to share with you. So the third and the last webinar is on June 28th, Tuesday again, 3 p.m. EST time. And I want you to sign up. And in that uh, webinar, we're going to be talking about it from emotional addiction, emotional resiliency, emotional freedom, all the good stuff. We've been continuing to go deeper and have these conversations that perhaps we may not have had before, but now, we need to have those conversations. We need to have conversations of our inner world. So the link is going to be below the video. Uh, go ahead and sign up. Go ahead and register for it. Even if there's a time conflict, register anyway so you get the replay. Um, so yeah, I'm really that's that was another reason why this this week and this whole time has been such a powerful time. I'm just amazed. And what else what else can i talk about oh you know and in my book um wake up and heal i do talk about self-worth there's a chapter on it these chapters are not like your 100 page chapters these chapters are really i get to the point in a very quick way it's like page and a half or two pages it's called self-worth because it's such a it's it's something that everyone all of us struggle with so uh, get that book on Amazon or get a digital copy on my website, are you the really healing center.com? And with that, so you know, I am going to be lighting, you know, Palo santo wood. Sometimes I clear the house with sage, but today I feel like the energy is so clear, I want to maintain it. So I have this uh, Policento wood that I'm going to burn so it sustains that beautiful energy and also. I just, yeah, I'm not an astrologer, but I tune into it to just, you know, understand a little bit. There are five planets that are aligning. The planets are Venus, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Mercury. So for me, that is beauty, Um, the introspection, the inner work of the inner intelligence, the inspiration to take action, that's Mars, Jupiter, is the expansive energy, expansive energy of your heart. When the heart is expanded, everything we do is expanded. And Saturn, Saturn is, I, I think, I thought of Saturn is boundaries, right? Because Saturn disciplines you. It's boundaries. To me, that's safety, the protection of um, Saturn. It'll make sure that you are safe because it'll whip you into shape if you. You know, you know what I mean. Whip you into shape if you are not doing what you asked that you wanted to do, what you're divinely guided to do, what you're capable of doing, what you're called to do. So these um, signs are aligned. So that just makes me so happy. I feel like everyone is getting a universal blessing. In their life and uh, i want that for you i want that for the world i want that for us you know we it's time to it's time to be happy again it's time to be joyous again it's time to connect again bring communities together again so we need that so with that i will go ahead and uh take your leave Um, this again i do invite you to uh, register for the webinar coming up on the new moon day next tuesday and i look forward to seeing you there thank you so much for tuning in and until next week thank you for listening to igniting change finding your fire if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button and we look forward to being with you next week